Well, welcome to Bloomington and WFHB. I have with us in the WFHB studios, uh, Yannette Pumiriega, is that correct? And Dariel uh, Quintana, both uh, third secretaries at the Cuban Embassy in Washington, D.C. So welcome, and I'm going to throw it over to you as to the purpose of your visit and what is on the agenda. Well, thank you so much. Uh, For us, uh, it's been a pleasure uh, being here in in Indiana and Bloomington. It's our first time here. Uh, The main goal of our visit is to have the chance uh, to interact with uh, people from Bloomington, people from the university, uh, from the community sector, from the solidarity sector uh, with Cuba, to talk about uh, the potentialities that are still uh, there for more cooperation and uh, engagement with the Cuban counterparts. Uh, we have been received uh, with a warm welcoming, and so far uh, it's been uh, very well. We had the, the possibility to to talk uh, with Major of Bloomington and you know discuss about uh, potentialities in areas such as business, education, health, among others. There are a lot of potentialities, and we look forward to to, to move forward on this. Thank you so much for having us. You're most welcome. And you'll be going um, when you leave here to Indianapolis, where I understand you have meetings with the Department of Agriculture and Farm Bureau today, and we'll be, ne- be meeting uh, some of the senators uh, tomorrow. If you want to elaborate on that a little bit. Yes, part of our visit uh, to Indiana in general, uh, we are now heading to Indianapolis. There we are going to meet uh, officials from the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Commerce to explore possibilities of business between Cuba and, and Indiana and the possibility of uh, increase the trade in this uh, agricultural area uh, uh, in, in general. And also we are going to meet some uh, st- state senators and uh, other legislator, legislators there. there. Also we are going to meet other people from Cuba Amistad in, in, in Indianapolis and uh, that is a organization based here in, in Bloomington that have a long-standing relation with Cuba, have been supporting the the, better, uh, the improvement of the bilateral relations for a long time in, in Bloomington and in Indiana and Indiana in general. Also, we are going to meet other people's uh, lawyers and the Bar Association uh, on Indiana also to, to try to, to move forward on the bilateral relation and to find uh, cooperation areas on both uh, on both sides. Very good. Um, yesterday, you gave a talk on uh, bilateral relations or just covered the history of the transitions, uh, focusing mostly on Obama and some openings and then the changes with Trump. Do you have a few words to say about that? Well, uh, it was a, uh, we feel, uh, and people share with us, with us uh, it was a very good small lecture, an overview on the U.S.-Cuba relations. I mean, the, the, the uh, reestablishment of the relations, all of the accomplishments during the Obama administration, but also uh, our main uh, purpose with this uh, lecture and the, the, the questions uh, we received was uh, in a way of what we could do uh, to move forward and what would, are the areas, the areas that are still there uh, to move forward. It was uh, a very good uh, received by the students and the, the professor of the uh, Bloomington. Also while in uh, IU, we were talking also with uh, Professor Duras and the, with the Vice President for International Programs to explore the possibility of expanding the current cooperation between the IU and Cuba already 
uh, as some of you may know that Bloomington have a sister city uh, with Santa Clara in Cuba, a city in Cuba. And already the, the IU has signed agreement, a memorandum of cooperation with the Univers uh, Universidad Central de las Villas. It's called UCLV in Cuba. And they are promoting cooperation in, in the areas that they, ju they ju uh, just explore. And there will be, uh, in a couple of weeks, a delegation from IU going to Cuba to explore that possibility, that possibilities and to begin some uh, real work on cooperating with Cuba. And we were exploring the possibilities to uh, to increase that cooperation in areas like education, special education. So we were talking also about the possibilities to go there with the great school of music that you have here in, in Bloomington, uh, in IU, and other areas that uh, IU is pretty strong, and Cuba is also uh, strong in some of them and is eager to have more experience in, in other areas. Actually, um, the business school as well has had some uh, people going with the uh, Cuenta Propistas or the uh, in, uh, Young Entrepreneurs, which has kind of been receding a bit under Trump, unfortunately. Can you elaborate just briefly on how that's uh, playing out in Cuba? Yes, uh, this is an area uh, we have been uh, improving in Cuba uh, since 2011. There has been a uh, growing the, the, the movement and the, the people uh, in the private sector in Cuba, so-called Cuenca uh, Propistas in Cuba. Unfortunately, uh, this has been uh, one of the areas that has been most affected by the, the, the recent uh, measures of the current administrations towards Cuba. The, the peoples in Cuba, I mean the business peoples in Cuba, got many benefits from the visits of U.S. Uh, you know, visitors uh, to Cuba, also the relations in commerce, I mean, exports of some commodities uh, in Cuba as well. They were receiving the, you know, the cruise ships that were stopped back in, in June the 5th was uh, also were received in Cuba. Now, those uh, recent uh, measures has been directly affecting this uh, uh, community in Cuba as well as has been affected uh, most of them to the so-called Cuban-American people that are living here in the United States. Yes, we have a conversation yesterday with uh, people from the Bloomington University to explore what we can do in this area. We are planning to have more uh, engagement with the business college there in, uh, in Indiana and the University of Indiana to, you know, explore with the Cuban counterparts and best practices how we can improve uh, this, this sector. Yes, and even though they have discontinued the cruises and cut back on flights to all but Havana, it is still possible to go. There are still commercial flights that go into Havana, and one of the uh, best avenues for learning is to visit Cuba. So we encourage people to uh, look into the various avenues that are being approached to be able to visit to Cuba. Uh, even, even with the current uh, restrictions that have been imposed by the, the current administration in the United States, there is still more than 400 people travel to Cuba from the United States. American citizens traveled to Cuba last year in 2019. It's an impressive figure and it's, uh, it's less than the 2018 and 2017. But there is uh, an important uh, number of people going there because they want to know better the Cuban reality. And we encourage everybody who has the desire to travel to Cuba to, to do it in the right way and to learn what, what is Cuba because it's, it's amazing what, how many things you can learn in a small trip. To Cuba, you can change your view 
on, on our country. Also, it's important to know that Americans aren't allowed to travel as tourists to Cuba because it's a law right. in the United States that, that uh, ban that possibility. But there is uh, 12 categories of travel that American people could uh, choose to go there, like support for the Cuban people, educational travel, and things like that. There are uh, a lot of possibilities to travel to Cuba in a legal way. It is important to remark that, that issue. Yes, uh, precisely. Uh, we had a nice informal discussion prior to coming here, and we discussed some of the misconceptions about Cuba, the fact that someone was under the impression that you were not allowed to have cell phones in Cuba. Uh, so another one was the difference between the vast amount of student debt that we've incurred here, which is, uh, you know, being battered around as we have the uh, presidential debates. And so can you correct people on these misconceptions uh, about being able to be on the internet, cell phones, so forth, and anything? Well, more? already uh, cell phones have been in Cuba since for more than 10, 15 years already when they become on the on, on the world more or less at the same time. And already since 2018, the uh, 3G and 4G data have been allowed uh, have been open in Cuba and people can buy internet access and, and data access and to, to go there to, to the internet. It's still expensive for Cuba because it's a technology that is, needs a lot of improvement and a lot of uh, investment in Cuba and our government is working on that area trying to expand the access. But already 63% of the population of Cuba have access to internet. It's more uh, that the media, sorry, but that the uh, average of the world population with access to to internet that is 50, 56, uh, I guess, and, and and there's a lot of growth in that area. And that uh, uh, internet connection and availability have already changing, have been already changing things in Cuba, how things are done in Cuba. And our government is also working already in the process of, process of informatization of the society and the, and the presence of government in the web and having uh, putting services accessible to people through the internet and things like that are being uh, increasing lately. And is it correct that uh, access to cell phones is rel relatively affordable? Um, well, I'm saying uh, in the last 10 years, uh, more than 5 million uh, lines of cell phone have been uh, activated in Cuba. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are, are doing uh, having cell phones and working on that. And previously, you were asking about education in Cuba. And in, in our case, education is free. It's a guarantee of the right, of the human right for Cuban people. Uh, and it's guaranteed from our constitution, people... Uh, get free education things preschool into high high uh, education and that's how people are Cuba are able to to go forward on their in their careers or majors. Um, yes, and you have a very good system of jardines infantiles, the childcare for working parents um, to be able to be free to uh, attend their uh, yes, the, place the, of employment. Yes, the, the kindergartens uh, in Cuba is one of the. The, the, the forces that we got uh, since the, the very beginning of the triumph of the Cuban Revolution uh, for the for the mothers that has the possibility to to go you know uh, sure and safely to, to work and having uh, the your childrens uh, good you know take uh, care of their children with these uh, uh, kindergartens yes it's uh, something uh, missing in Cuba is a, a, a forces that we have as part of the health system uh, in our country I use Jacob School of Music is quite prestigious, and we've been able to have uh, students from Cuba supported by the uh, Ministry of Culture as well as some funding from the university. And this seems like uh, some great um, headway being made that we hope to pursue. I know people from here 
love to go to Cuba to learn to dance. Uh, <laughs> um, so how might we pursue this uh, to create a better liaison in the future? Well, uh, definitely this is another uh, area we can uh, achieve and, and move forward uh, with the uh, Indiana University. We discussed that yesterday with the professor of the university as well. We also knew that uh, two of Cuban students are today studying in the School of, of Music uh, in Cuba. Of course, music and, and, and art in general is an, an area we should uh, explore more. Maybe you have knew about the, 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 the first, the high first, the, the Kennedy Center hosted uh, in, in Washington, D.C. in 2018. They welcomed more than 400 uh, Cuban artists some of them living in Washington, in, in United States, and many of them living uh, in Cuba. It, it showed uh, how, how, how many things we can do in this sector uh, as well. Recently, uh, we welcomed a meeting in Washington, D.C., and the Kennedy Center again, uh, a prestigious orchestra from Cuba, Havana Lyceum Orchestra. They played our, our, our Kennedy Center. They had the possibility to engage with the students, with the Georgetown University. And we look forward to have this kind of uh, initiatives and exchanges with people from the Indiana University as well. Unfortunately, this is another area that has been trying to, the, the, the current um, uh, environment, I mean, context of the, of the policy towards Cuba has been trying to, to stop. But, you know, the, the, the arts uh, have, you know, some it's a single language, the arts. So uh, there is still a uh, potentiality there and was recognized uh, yesterday uh, between our meetings uh, with, the, with the people from the uh, Indiana University. Of course, we welcome the uh, School of uh, Arts and School of Medi uh, Music of Indiana in Cuba to engage with the, with the Cuban institution. And we look forward in the future to get a representative of, from the School of uh, Music in Cuba here even though, you know, the, the visa process for us is more difficult now because of the situation we are facing now, but uh, you are still allowed to go there to Havana to, to engage with the Cuban uh, musicians. Yes, and another area is medicine, which we had talked about because Cuba is very advanced in their medical care and they train students from all over. They provide uh, scholarships for students to get a low-cost education, medical training. And we explored the possibility of some liaisons we could have right here in Bloomington with companies such as Cook. Um, so I uh, just wanted to mention for that as well. For sure. Uh, one of the, of the goals as well of our visit here is to meet with uh, people from the, from the medicine uh, school, from the Indiana uh, University, uh, you know, we you have known about the, the system of, uh, of, of health uh, in Cuba. It's a universal system. It's a system based on, on prevention. And um, in, during our visits uh, to other uh, states, he has raised this issue as well as how we can cooperate and engage in projects with, with Cuban institutions. You may have known about the projects we have been able to develop uh, in 2017 with uh, University of Chicago, we are having these kind of discussions with other states as well, engaging in a project of health, you know, bringing profe uh, professionals from Cuba or exchanging uh, in best practices as well. Definitely, definitely this is an area we look forward to uh, um, cooperate more with the people from the University of Indiana. 
Yes, and this is why two-way exchange is uh, critical because uh, Cuba has, a, what is it, a, a vaccine for lung cancer, which you have some agreement with uh, New York? Uh, yes. Uh, fortunately, uh, in, in 2018, uh, September, we, we signed the, the Memorandum of Understanding. It was a joint venture between the Buffalo uh, Roswell uh, cancer, uh, cancer Center Institute from, from Buffalo and the Cuban Center for Immunology immunological uh, mono, uh, molecular uh, in Cuba, I'm sorry, uh, to develop uh, treatments uh, in lung cancer uh, vaccine. This is a starting point in this long path, and we look forward to expand these uh, treatments in other uh, states as well as part of this joint venture because it's possible uh, under this uh, joint venture to expand you know, the treatments to, to other states. This is a, a starting point, I would say, uh, in this kind of um, relation, but we look forward to, to have another uh, kind of done in, in, with other uh, medical institutions here in the United States. Yes, and the Kubamistad uh, sister city uh, has that as its main mission is to normalize uh, relations between uh, U.S. and Cuba, specifically between uh, Bloomington and Santa Clara, but uh, on a much broader basis as well. So we might just mention that there's an upcoming uh, International Conference on Normalizations of U.S.-Cuba Relations, March 21st and 2nd at Fordham. Um, and that's something people could look up online to find out more. We have a few little flyers out in the lobby here. But have you any comments on that? Or should we um, throw it over to you to give some words in Spanish to our Spanish-speaking listeners who uh, we have a show, uh, Hola Bloomington, uh, that airs on Fridays where it's Spanish language. So um, you might just give a little greeting and uh, have uh, any comments you want to make to them. Hola Bloomington. Eh, nosotros somos uh, Dariel y Janet, terceros secretarios de la Embajada de Cuba en Washington ante los Estados Unidos. Hemos estado aquí en Bloomington eh, el día de ayer, 25 de febrero, y hoy 26 en la mañana, haciendo, teniendo algunas reuniones con la Universidad de Bloomington, con la Universidad de Indiana, perdón, IU, también con el alcalde John Hamilton, uh, con un proyecto interesantísimo que hay en la ciudad que se llama eh, Cuba Amistad, que por más de 20 años uh, ha estado eh, promoviendo una, mejor, una mejoría de las relaciones bilaterales entre Cuba y los Estados Unidos. Y también hemos estado hablando del proyecto de Ciudades Hermanas, que fue firmado en 1999 entre la ciudad de Bloomington y la ciudad de Santa Clara en Cuba y que Cuba Amistad, bajo el liderazgo de Cynthia Roberts, ha estado eh, promoviendo por más, de, por más de 20 años. Hemos eh, también hablado en estos par de días con diferentes actores de la, de la ciudad que estarían interesados en, en incrementar la cooperación con Cuba y en favorecer una mejor relación bilateral entre los dos países. Entre esos actores, por supuesto, un elemento central de la ciudad es la Universidad la universidad de Indiana, que hemos estado viendo que tienen firmado un acuerdo de cooperación o un acuerdo con la Universidad Central de las Villas en, en Santa Clara, de hecho, y eh, están eh, tratando de expandir la cooperación. En un par de semanas habrá un grupo de profesores de esa universidad que van a estar viajando a Cuba a eh, tratar de materializar algunos de los esfuerzos de cooperación que han estado experimentando. Hemos hablado de las posibilidades de ampliar esa cooperación en la Escuela de Música, en la Escuela de, de de negocios que también son áreas en las que Cuba tiene potencial y tiene mucho interés. Gracias. Um, Dariel Quintana y Janet uh, Pumariega son nuestras visitantes. Um, and I thank you very much for uh, taking the time to um, share such uh, critical information with us and may it move forward in a, a constructive way. 
Having a great pleasure okay. to be here in, in Bloomington. Thanks to you, Cynthia. Thanks also to Gerardo Gonzalez, Professor Dean Emeritus of the of, uh, Education Faculty in, in IU that have been pretty helpful on this on this visit. Thank you to the mayor who have met with us yesterday at night, John Hamilton. And and we hope we can came back soon and bring a lot of people from Bloomington to uh, Havana, to Cuba in general, uh, pretty soon. Yes, ma many thank you for all of you that we have been received uh, with with warm uh, welcoming, and we we look forward to 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 come again in the future to continue having this uh, kind of conversation. Thank you all for having us. Well, the pleasure is ours. Thank you so much. Thank you.